Hey, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I have a great guest today. I have a long-standing friend who many of you probably know, Dr. Melissa Shelton. Hi, Dr. Shelton. Thanks for joining me. Very Thank exciting. you for having me. Yeah. So we've done some interviews before, but certainly I think it's been a couple of years since um, I have interviewed you specifically about essential oils. So for the people, the readers, or the listeners that don't know who you are, shocking, tell people a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. All right. Well, I am, um, I, I've always been like a holistic and proactive veterinarian as yourself. And, but about a little over 10 years ago, I really got passionate and excited about essential oils. So that became kind of my, my main um, area of interest and specialty. So uh, I kind of call it the medical use of, of essential oils for animals or we're kind of starting to say veterinary aromatic medicine right now, because I think that kind of describes it a little bit better than even like the aromatherapy description. Um, and so yeah, it's been about over to 10 years, and I basically now have dedicated my practice solely to essential oil use for animals, so all, all species. And when you first were introduced to it, um, and you thought, oh my gosh, I have this kind of brand new modality, which opens up, you know, for everything from pain management to, you know, natural antimicrobial treatment, all those things. How quickly did you transition from, how quickly did you transition to essential oils being your primary mode of treatment? Was it a couple year period in there where you're like, oh my gosh, they do this and then they do this and they do this? Or how did, like, how did the evolution come about for you? Yeah, I think when we first started out, um, I kind of used them only for very difficult cases. You know, things I didn't have really anything else to offer. We were stumped. Traditional medicine didn't offer anything else. And so um, I said, you know, we should probably try out these essential oils before, you know, we give up completely. So at first it kind of started that way. But then as, as we noticed that, wow, I mean, these are really amazing. They're really doing a lot of things. And it became more than just... Uh, a way to try to save a patient that we didn't have any other options for. It kind of became very routine. So I would say it probably took a, the first year was probably really proving to myself that uh, I was drawing blood on every patient, documenting safety concerns, um, making sure it was okay, but really did start on patients who, who didn't have anything else to, uh, to help them. And so we really didn't have anything to lose. Um, they were really at the point of euthanasia and why not try something else? And then how did you transition once you realized, oh my gosh, you know, this form of medicine really resonates with me. I think, you know, I just want to kind of, I want to really focus on perfecting this one modality, which is what you've done. How did you go from using all essential oils to then you've created your own company specifically blending essential oils for animals? How did that transition come about? Did I probably, there just weren't any out there that you could find maybe, I don't know. Tell the story of how that happened. Yeah, so uh, it was very difficult. Like one thing that we always hear a lot is, you know, oh, I'm sure that, you know, you can't use oils on cats or something. And really it's, it is all about the dose. Um, so a good uh, chemist in the industry, uh, jo Joy Bowles said, it's like that song, it's all about the base, it's all about the dose. So I always say, it's all about the dose, it's all about the dose, no trouble. And um, it really is. So what I was finding is it's, it's quality and dosage um, of where essential oils become safe or uh, appropriate for animals. And so it was really hard for me to recommend to people, oh, these are so great. They're, they're so amazing. You should use them. But you know, what if you went to the grocery store and just bought a really poor variety? 
um, then that can be dangerous or if you didn't know how to use them. So along that evolutionary trail, at first I was thinking, oh, okay, well, I'll just recommend a few good brands that I know of or something, but that kind of backfired too as they grow their they're obviously not sourcing with animals in mind, so it's a very different um, category for me to pick an essential oil for medical use for an animal than just to smell nice in your bathroom. And so as, as things progressed, I figured, uh, you know, to keep animals safer, um, I really felt better screening the oil personally to make sure um, that it was appropriate for animal use. But then creating a product line kind of came out of that need to, one, be able to screen screen the oils first for, for use. So if I was, you know, I started teaching other veterinarians and, and people how to use essential oils for animals, but I always felt this reservation of, but what are they going to pick to use? And that was really scary because even if I taught them a proper way to use an oil, but they picked a perfume grade lavender, which is really out there, they could hurt an animal. Um, so even proper directions with the incorrect selection could have problems. Um, so my um, my line of products came about with wanting to provide pre-screened oils, but then also um, directions. You know, so now we have a product where we say use it in this way, or it's already needed to what I found worked really well in our veterinary hospital. So now I don't have to really worry as much, and we we're just going to be starting our sixth year of um, of our products out there in the general public and having products in the general public is a, a way different thing <laughs> than seeing a patient one-on-one -on -one in the practice and being able to follow them along. I don't always know what people are doing. So I really have to make sure my safety game is really on. And in all these six years, we really haven't had a single report of an issue um, beyond just like, you know, my cat didn't like the smell of it or, you know, cats, they have that prerogative. Um, so we really haven't had any safety concerns in six years. And that, that to me speaks volumes of what we can do with them. Absolutely. And I hear your, I hear your canary singing in the background, <laughs> yeah. which I love, but that brings yeah. up another species that of course, historically, and I would agree with this, that if you're, if you're unsure about the quality of your oils, you could kill a, you could kill a bird dead if, if they were poor quality. So I love the right. thing. Right in your laboratory, in your blending lab, you have <laughs> you have the most delicate of the species, yes. literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you even, use it even dark birds as well, right? Yeah, you, I mean, do you, would you trust the oils around birds? Obviously. Oh, definitely. So, so we have um, one of my very good friends has a, a huge aviary, uh, lots of rescue birds and different things. So like over 50 very large expensive parrots. And we started out really with her aviary the most um, with uh, birds that had like papillomavirus that were uh, basically facing euthanasia for their problems. And so we actually use essential oils directly on parrots, finches, canaries, um, diffusing around them, but, but literally spraying it on them in a, in a solution just like they would be having a mist bath. And so you really, you really got to know your stuff then. Um, but we've, we've had just in, insanely great results. Um, it's, it's such an, a great method, but bird people, and you're an avian vet too, so bird people won't even burn a candle. They are, you know, hypercritical of what's going on. And so for me, being an avian vet as well and, and having birds in my life, my entire life, um, there's certainly nothing we would ever do to harm them. But they are the most delicate species. Um, you know, when people get freaked out about cats, I'm like, you know, really, if, if I'm doing this with birds, we're probably okay. 
Um, but yeah, we diffuse around these canaries all the time. They get little mist baths. Um, we can do a lot of things and, and it's really, um, my life is surrounded with animals. And so uh, we even had dart frogs and of course amphibians absorb everything through their skin directly. So it's a, it's a great, um, it's a great testimony to the safety of essential oils to be able to see firsthand how everybody's responding to them. And would you say, Melissa, that you are the, right now you produce a, a beautiful line that of course there's some things for physical ailments. So let's just talk a little bit about the types of conditions that essential oils could be potentially therapeutic for. So if there are some physical conditions, but I think people really underestimate the emotional or mental benefits. Like, parrots that feather pick or that are mutilators that, that chew themselves. Um, talk a little bit about the, the different types of medical and emotional or mental issues that essential oils may be beneficial for. If we take like a feather picker uh, issue like that, it is amazing um, truly how much emotional and physical, you know, of course we know when we don't feel well, um, emotionally we're all stressful on the humans when our animals are not well as well and emotional stress also suppresses the immune system so to me essential oils have always just been this beautiful beautiful way of addressing the physical and the emotional um, tons and tons of research on the emotional aspects of oils obviously but the the ability that um, you know I can have a, a very like say you have a really bad gastrointestinal inflammation and you have a lot of diarrhea and it's very stressful to you. Um, not only can we reduce inflammation, there's a lot of research on the anti-inflammatory benefits and antibacterial benefits of essential oils, but now it's also calming to me. Um, so we know that our gut and our brain communicate. And so our emotions, I mean, you can get stress diarrhea just from your emotional problems. So, uh, the beauty of them has always been that they really address all parts. And I've, I love them so much. They are the epitome of shotgun medicine because, you know, when, when we have a difficult veterinary case, traditionally we say, well, let's just give them some steroids and some antibiotics and maybe a couple other drugs and cross our fingers and hope. Um, essential oils always provide that. And so even it's kind of like food therapy to me. There's, I really wouldn't want to practice veterinary medicine without the, the benefits of diet. Um, and, and now it's the same with essential oils. To me, it's bringing nature into their life and in a way that can support their immune system, their emotional well-being, and their body in, in just every way. So I don't even have to know sometimes, hey, is your diarrhea have a bacterial overgrowth too, or is it just inflammation, or is it this or that, or is it stress? The essential oils will cover all those parts. Um, each essential oil has a little bit of each part in it, whether it's antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, anti-inflammatory. So it is, it's just, it's the best shotgun therapy you can ever have, and no side effects. It, well, and so that's, and that's the best part and smells lovely. I mean, on top of everything, it, it's not gross yeah. to participate in, you know, there are some forms right. of therapy like Chinese medicine, beautiful, but a little overwhelming when you put it in your mouth, a little overwhelming. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, and so talk to me a little bit about um, how you administer essential oils topically, of course, and then uh, mm -hmm. with certain species I've misting, like you said, birds or amphibians misting. Do you ever give them orally or that's, is that a no-no? 
I do. Um, so again, it's all about the dose and why we're using them. I think, um, I think in the, the aromatherapy world right now, they are a little bit overused orally. Um, we do definitely reserve it for specific cases. I find that when I'm trying to uh, relieve arthritic pain, um, we have a 28-year-old pony. And so right now, um, she gets a lot of oral essential oils because I don't have to give her prescription anti-inflammatories or other things. Um, and I would so much rather see her on oral essential oil any day of the week than on butte. Um, and so... Uh, and so right now, since it's winter and you, you have your snowstorm, we just had our snowstorm yesterday. Um, it, it spurs my creativity in how we're going to administer things uh, to the animals too. And, and because I live with so many different varieties of species, I often can figure out, you know, like people who don't live with birds don't understand how you would administer to a bird, right? Um, when you live with them and they own you, you know, oh, you know what? My Amazon really loved blueberry muffins, and if I get a little bit of something in there, I can do almost anything with a blueberry muffin and my my Amazon. But with my pony, um, we have we have an anti-inflammatory um, product that we use that has peppermint in it, so it can be kind of cooling. Yeah. And it's winter, and she's you know she's old old cold pony and so uh, it spurred my my mission to now create like a warming type of an anti-inflammatory blend for her specifically so she's using it this whole winter and then it'll probably be just depending on the species i think each each species has its own creative way of using it diffusion can be almost used for any species but it's a little harder for horses obviously because they're not often in a in a contained environment but we've had people be incredibly creative with a heaves horse and they will put like a tarp or a shower curtain on a stall and then put the diffuser in there and basically box in their horse for 20 minutes a couple times a day. So almost anything can have diffusion, but we do topical, we do oral. Um, it really, and, and we try to still use the lowest effective dose. Um, it, the, the lowest we can get, the least, you know, we use it as often as needed um, in the dosing range, but the lowest effective dosing. You know, it's, I just have um, an interesting story to relate to you that you probably have also experienced. I have not experienced this yet, but I had a, a great Hornell with a foot injury, Bumblefoot, a big open wound on the bottom of his foot. And of course, he's crabby. And um, he, when owls, for those of you that don't know, when owls feel like they're um, threatened, they use their feet as a main defense mechanism. And he had a big old sore on the, on the middle of his, of his uh, pad. So I medicated his perch. And I put a ton of essential, I like dripped essential oils on, on uh, the far end of his perch. I like yeah. saturated it. And then in the middle of his perch, I just put a few drops. And then on the end of the perch, I left it natural. So he could choose. It was so cool. He went to the, to the part of the perch that was saturated. And he, he just couldn't beat his, he wanted both of his feet on the wet part because I think it felt good to him. It's amazing, and and we've done that with like putting uh, putting them on our own hands and letting the bird perch yeah. on the hand then, and yeah. and it's just like that. They they pick, uh, you know, to be more exposed to it. We see cats go up to the diffuser and just inhale that mist, and um, so it's it's just it is amazing when we offer them that opportunity. Um, they they will select what's right for them and and they don't get that opportunity in captivity uh we we just take that away from them so to me the essential oils are bringing nature back into uh the animals lives and our lives too because 
you know, we sit inside and we're not, we're not getting enough vitamin D. We're not getting to smell plants. And so even having a diffuser running like that is just an amazing way to bring nature back into our health uh, pyramid. You know, it's wonderful. And so, Melissa, what you, you've created a lot of different formulas, but let's just go over. Let's just like cover, like, I'm just going to throw things out and you say, yes, yes, this is something <laughs> that you could work with. Okay. Like kitties with chronic cystitis. Totally. Yeah, oh my it, gosh. So good. Okay. And um, is there a formula? So, like, 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 would you have something like on your website? Would people be able to go and find something yeah. for that? Yeah. So for, with cats, it's fairly easy. I kind of call it like a little triad. So I often will do, I like a layering approach because cats can be kind of finicky. And so with cats, they're kind of their own, their own person. And so I use a little bit topically. I diffuse for them for sure, but we'll also put stuff in their litter box. So we actually have a blend called Euro Boost. So for the urologic system, that would be um, a good one to start with. Kitty Boost is kind of just general all cat version thing. Um, and so we can do those topically. And then we can also do, uh, we have a, 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 what we call Litteroma. And we add that to some baking soda that we sprinkle into some unscented litter. And then as the cats are using their litter box, they're exposed to anti-inflammatory properties. Um, and, and there's a lot of research actually with some uh, cystitis issues um, to decrease that inflammation. So it's, it's really fun. And, and so, yeah, I, you, because I am a veterinarian and because I understand every challenge you could ever throw at me, definitely, that's why our line is so huge. There's something for absolutely everything. Um, and, and a lot of them will end up covering the entire animal as well. I don't just say, oh, we're only going to focus on that bladder and the cystitis. We will also support their emotional system their their immune system and every other aspect of their health too and so just along that same line like uh, dogs with endocrine problems like a thyroid i mean is there how do oils can oils affect your endocrine system yeah yeah and they bring them into balance so that's a we have like a product called thyro balance and so i try to name them also so it'll be very obvious what they kind of can help with but if you don't have thyroid problems, it's not a problem to support your thyroid still. It's great for it, right? It's like saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to eat really crappy because I'm healthy. <laughs> no, we still want to eat healthily so that we maintain that health. So thyroid supporting um, essential oils balance. Uh, they don't bring it out of whack. It's not like being on a drug where we, we just went too far now and now you're hyperthyroid. Um, the essential oils will always act almost like food where we just, we're bringing you into balance constantly. So we can support normal um, thyroid function, but if your dog is low, your cat is high, we will still use the same blend to kind of try to help bring it into balance. And that's why that one's called Thyro Balance because we do see highs and lows in animals where um, and like adrenal balance it's, it's balancing your adrenal glands. So there's a lot of essential oils that do help balance that endocrine system or support the rest of the mechanisms uh, in your body that are important to support that. And there again, then it would, I think it's important to mention that the great thing about both of the adrenal and the thyroid blend is that if you have a kitty or another dog in the house that doesn't have those endocrine issues, it's still great. So, you know, some people say, Oh my it's gosh, wonderful. Sequester. Do I need to sequester my hypothyroid dog because my other dogs don't have yeah. it? And I'm like, no, you're just preventing it in the other two. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. We, we do get that question a lot because uh, we have a blend uh, for diffusion for neurologic issues. And so they'll say, well, my one dog has seizures, so I want to diffuse for them, but the other dogs are fine. Is it going to be a problem? I'm like, no, it's great. Like you're just supporting brain health and, and we're not, it's not like saying, oh, I can't eat blueberries because I don't have cancer. You know, right. <laughs> no, you're fine. Still eat some blueberries. They're really good for you. <laughs> That's awesome. So Melissa, if people wanted to learn more about your essential oils, where do we send them? Where do they go? www.animalio, uh, so animal, and then EO at the end, but dot info. So you want info, you're going to dot info. <laughs> awesome. And if you could tell the world one thing about essential oils, if you could give a one thing about essential oils, what would you want the whole world to know? They're awesome. Yeah. They really just are awesome. I, every single day, I just, I so enjoy working with them. Um, I come to work, it makes me happy just even to fill bottles and fill bottles and fill bottles. Um, we always say it's our happy space. And so even for the, the, the work involved in creating a product line, they're, they're just awesome. I, I always think of the Lego movie, everything is awesome. And that's, yeah, essential oils are awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, and you are awesome too. And sh you sharing your wisdom so passionately, not just with other veterinarians, but um, really ultimately millions of pet parents around the world, helping to dispel those myths, but I think also helping to, um, to artfully go hand in hand with pet parents that are nervous or reserved about essential oils. You've done a really good job of helping to not just dispel myths, but to help people who have been maybe damaged from the plethora of misinformation online or that have maybe had a negative experience from not being guided in the right direction. You've done a really good job of trying to help people over their fears of using essential oils. Wonderful. That's, that's the goal now is to make sure everybody's safe. They can still get the benefits from it, but we got to make sure it's done correctly. Well, and I appreciate you committing basically your entire career to, to making that happen. So thank you for joining me again. I look forward to talking with you um, in the future as you produce uh, more products and you have more research and you're doing fun things. We'll catch up again in a few years, but um, I'm so excited that your animal specific essential oil line is flourishing and helping so many different types of animals worldwide, um, not only recover from physical issues, but really help recover and keep them mentally and emotionally balanced too. So thanks for everything you're doing. Thank you. And thanks for bringing, bringing the attention to the world. <laughs>